Hello, you've reached the Comline Hotline. Please stand by. Good morning. Oh, good morning. How's Josh uh, doing? Josh is good today. Uh, yeah, how's Casey? Casey's good. As far as we're aware, we don't have the corona. Oh, good. Do you? No, but that's the thing. You, uh, you don't know. You, you might not know. You might not know. Has Kayla's work life not changed at all after this happened, or has it changed? Has it changed? No, because she she still has to uh, the babies. Yeah, she's got to go. She's got to go see mm-hmm. the babies, but also her. Um, her thing is really contained and right, like isolated from sicknesses mm-hmm. for that reason. But I mean, there's nurses that go live life and then go back in. So and she hasn't been tested yet. She's not been tested. Uh, I guess they're conserving. Right. Or, I don't. That was what she said. They're conserving the tests. Mm-hmm. Is uh-huh. she in a hospital where people have it? Oh, yeah. Oh, really? I'm almost certain. I know I know that they had one. Um, boy, it's probably been well, I don't I don't know what time is anymore, but it I is think time it was last even week. real. <laughs> <laughs> but our the county that the hospital's in has i don't know i don't know how many cases they have somewhere between 50 and 100 mm-hmm. so i mean i'm sure uh a handful of them has ended up at her hospital yeah but it's a big it's a big old place yeah yeah if this if it keeps if it gets really out of hand is mm-hmm. her will her days change at all or will it just all stay the same i think it'll still stay the same be, unless it's like like really out of hand and they and they're like okay we need all all completely all personnel devoted to this she's pretty important in her area yeah and and she doesn't really know much about other areas like Mm -hmm. she she once worked with like for three years, she worked as a CNA for a certified nursing assistant for in the PICU, which is pediatric intensive care, um, which is babies to, I don't know, 18 or something. And, mm-hmm. and now she works only in the NICU, which is neonatal intensive care. So it's just, yeah. it's just babies that are like born in the hospital or transferred from another place where they were just born um that must be pretty tough for her yeah that's that's a hard but she it's a hard thing and everyone that hears hears about it is like oh thank you so much for what you do and she's just like wow i love it you know yeah it's not hard for her until it's like uh, until something like something comes up one goes south on you, and um, but other than that, I mean, the, 
it sounds like in all her time there, it's been over two years now, like maybe two or three have died. So, Oh really? Yeah. Out of, well, like under her care. Right. Right. It's rare. They do a good job. It's really rare. And I mean, I'm sure it, it wasn't her fault in the end. (laughs) No. And she has like spoken up about things like you shouldn't be giving this baby this like ibuprofen or something really simple right because it's going to do this and this and and then it did that and and it led to ultimately the baby dying and oh man but it's like above her pay grade to make decisions like that right right so yeah i don't know if she would get pulled away cuz mm-hmm. the there people are still going to have babies People are, the amount of babies are not going to decrease. Right. The babies that are, that are in the works have been in the works. There's no pause in that. They're coming out. Right. right. <laughs> and uh, jokingly, there's probably more being made as we're speaking. <laughs> this, the Corona boom. People haven't talked about that. <laughs> There's definitely going to be a boom of babies in nine months. Oh, I'm sure. People haven't <laughs> talked about that. Hopefully not um, not in our household, but... No, not in ours either, but... <laughs> and this is honestly the worst time to do it. You want babies mm. born into this world where this is happening? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> yeah. Join us. Yeah, well, join us in quarantine. Oh... <laughs> uh. Man, uh, like you say, how did we get here? How did we? I mean, it just, it, you know, Man. someone just turned the lights off and <laughs> turned it back on and nobody knew where we were. <laughs> so uh, anything eventful happened in your life in the last <laughs> day? <laughs> oh, man. We were, we were ready to roll to Costco yesterday. And, yeah. uh. Yeah, we were walking out to Haley's car because she has the bigger car. Mm. If we had taken my car, we wouldn't have even noticed. Oh. Um, but I saw it as we were walking up. It was her, the passenger front window busted open. Mm. And uh, the glove box was open. Mm. And there was a camera lens in the glove box and a couple uh wires like chargers yeah and some poop bags some doggy poop bags and they didn't take a single thing what the and her camera was in the back seat what covered up oh okay. so they didn't they just bashed the window and looked in the glove box and that was it and they did it to the car behind her as mm. well um literally just bashed the window open to look in the glove box and that was it do you get any sense of what they were going for? Money or drugs, I'm sure. Oh, okay. I mean, there's a camera lens. It, it wasn't all that expensive, but they didn't know that. Right. Why didn't they just grab the camera lens? They were in there, you know. <laughs> they broke into the car. Take whatever you can. I, I mean, <laughs> at that point, you're already desperate. Just take the poop bags. Take the iPhone chargers. Right. You know? Take the broken glass. <laughs> a desperate, exactly. You're a desperate person at that point. Why don't you take what you can? Yeah. Like, 
camera lens? When you take that, if you break into a car, what the it's, heck? It really seems like something you could bring to a pawn shop and get $5. At least $5. Right. And if you're breaking windows, you're you're grinding for everything. <laughs> so, and then it started raining, so... Yeah. Oh, my word. Um, but that other car, we just walked by it this morning, they still don't know. Oh, is that what the notes were for? Is that I I've seen our neighbor park on that street before, um, and so I I just wanted Haley to write a note because her handwriting's better than mine, <laughs> um, to just leave it on their door and let them know that that happened there because the they actually their car was in front of ours in front of right. hers. Oh right. Um, but the only thing was that Haley's car and the other car. Um, were parked uh there was like a stone wall uh next to the sidewalk so yeah there was no house that the car was parked uh, right. in front of. right um and then our neighbor's car in front of haley's was in front of the window to the house there mm. and, and i i think that's the only reason why that those weren't broken oh because uh, it wouldn't be able to person, be seen well that and they might think there's a you know one of those cameras at uh, the right. front door to the yeah. houses so right. it was literally like the only two spaces on that street where where that was possible and i mean it's wow. a learning experience but this is not that type of neighborhood i know I mean, there was a things nice <laughs> a really nice porsche like three cars behind hers yeah that wasn't touched and and they were tempted, but it was in front of a house, I'm sure. Exactly, exactly. Man. So, I mean, it's a, it's a bummer. Like, it sucks, obviously, but it could have been so much worse. Mm. Like, they could have taken some stuff. Yeah. And our neighbor in California, her car was broken into the same night. She woke up to the same thing. Oh. In California. Across the country. Like shattered in window? Shattered in window. Oh, man. What is anything taken of that? Anything taken No. That? Oh. Uh, essential oils. But that she is... said she had a Kate Spade backpack in the back seat and uh, two broken MacBooks that she was trying to get fixed in the trunk. <laughs> and I guess I guess they they only looked same thing with Haley. They didn't open the door. They were only going within reach because mm-hmm. they didn't want to set off an alarm. I see. Yeah. But wh- why doesn't a car alarm go off when the window breaks? Right. That's like <laughs> prime car alarm territory <laughs> right there. Right? Yes. I I mean, I may probably in newer, really new cars. What, what year is Haley's car? 2020. A 2020 oh. Volkswagen Tiguan. Oh my goodness, that should have a window alarm. You'd think. Does it not? Have you Googled this? I don't know, but the the uh, um, when you lock the car, there's like a little light on like yeah. the door panel or whatever that blinks red. Blinky red. Right. Saying that it's like armed. Yeah. And it was still blinking red when the uh-huh. window was busted open. Uh-huh. It was kind of the first thing I looked at. Yeah, like, did the alarm go off? Right. Or or was it armed? 
Or... And then looked around for cameras yeah. all around, but nothing. Wow. As I will say, if this was a Tesla, we wouldn't have had this problem. Because it has cameras it has on the it? cameras, yeah. And it if can... You get, right, if you get close to it and it's in, it has that mode turned on, right. it flashes. It flashes its lights and Whoa. starts recording. Isn't that called like sentry mode or sentry something? Mode. Yeah, sentry, sentry mode. Yeah, sentry mode. So cool. Wouldn't have been a problem. Uh, so what... I what weren't you kind of tempted to get a Tesla instead of the Volkswagen? Oh, I mean, we it's out of the price range. Okay, okay. I but, well, okay. It, yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. We want a Tesla very bad. So a brand That's new like, Volkswagen is cheaper than yeah, some yeah. You know, she's also know. leasing it. She just she didn't right. buy it. She's just leasing it. Right. And in right. hopes of at the end of the lease, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my God, Haley just said there's a cockroach in here. <laughs> Go get it. I've been, I've been summoned. Hold on. Okay. Where's it at? In the bedroom. That's not ideal. Oh. Where'd it go? It's over here. It's like dying. It's oh, dying. Oh, it's dying. <laughs> Cockroaches can't die. Oh, it doesn't look good. Okay. Oh, Hold on. Give us some Haley, food. you gotta hold the lap. Haley, you gotta hold the iPad. This is a live cockroach. <laughs> a live co- co- cockroach capture. Oh man. <laughs> is it oh, scurrying? It's not moving or? at all. Oh. No, no, it's it's. Oh, it looks so gross. Oh, that's not a cockroach though. What is? Is that a cockroach? Really? Oh, that's not ideal. Oh. Got it. Oh, nice. Thank you. Got it. Did you did you savior of the household? What did you use to grab it? Just paper towels. Okay. All right. All right. Good. I'm a man. Well, right. You you didn't right. use a your hand. No. <laughs> Not okay. that much of a man. <laughs> oh boy. Oh, okay. Well, I'm glad you. I yeah. I'm also the I'm I'm the pest control of our house as well yes it's you know it's the it's our role it's our role sexist (laughs) not in your house or mine (laughs) (laughs) it's the truth but is that is that equally as wrong as saying that women spend their time in the kitchen which is not true in this household but is that equally as sexist uh i i think if you if you make a judgment, an observation of your own station, of your own house, then no, it's not yeah. sexist. True. If that's the way it is in your house, then that's the way it is in your house. Right. You know? if, now, if you say all all men are the ones, should be the ones to catch the bugs. Okay. There you go. And, and that's just not true, I'm sure. And just like all women should be the ones to cook. <laughs> It's simply you not true. You hesitated in saying that. <laughs> Cook. <laughs> no, it's uh, not true. Right. You're. Would you say that you are the primary chef of your house? Uh, yeah, I would. Okay. For dinner. For dinner. For dinner. Yeah. But not I for sandwiches. <laughs> 
Justin. Uh. Just kidding. <laughs> Uh, so you, you should have got a Tesla, uh, but you didn't. So your car doesn't know when it's windows shattered in. No, we obviously are not in the right. Yeah. We're not ready for Tesla. So, so (laughs) we have, we have a door camera made by the company ring. Uh, and it has a really wide angle fish fisheye angle does is there no chance is it like blocked by the the stone wall yeah Um, i searched around and there was there was a camera a little bit down the street but i don't think it would have been enough um to get anything yeah so dang what are you gonna do (sighs) have you ever had that happen to you or anyone you know i had that that's the first time that's happened right um, any kind of break-in at all, nothing comes to mind. Ah, uh, man. You had to have, pay someone to break into your car. <laughs> After yeah, you that's true, yeah. I, I, uh, so I locked my keys in my car with the car on, and the car ran out of gas as... As it was running, pretty sure is that is that how it went? I maybe it I didn't don't run. think the car was running. I think you. It was after morning workouts before uh, class. You, we came back out and your, your car was parked at an angle, and you went to turn it on, and it didn't turn <laughs> on. I think. And oh, then yeah. and then you locked the keys in the car. <sighs> So simultaneously, you ran out of gas and locked your keys in the car. Right. Before, so. after morning workouts, before your 7, 8 a.m. class or whatever. <laughs> right. So I went with you or Abel and to go get gas. And while, while on in that, I was trying to contact AAA, like, and I... <laughs> to get your car unlocked. To get my car unlocked and... I we went and got gas in my little gas tank because I think I think <laughs> I got my gas go. tank out. Yeah, it wouldn't go in. It was those things. Thing. Those things are really hard to figure out. The little switches on the little gas cans. It's like it was made for not a 1999 <laughs> Explorer. It was made for every other car. But well, yeah. So the the ultimate picture was me filling up the gas while holding my phone between my ear and my shoulder. Trying I have to... a picture of it somewhere. Let's see <laughs> yeah. if I can dig it up. I do have a picture of that moment. Uh, trying, trying to do both at the same time. So, <laughs> and, and ultimately I had to, when I told the guy, I'm going to need you to come get, get my car unlocked for me, but also can you bring me... <laughs> Gas. Some gas. I remember you his, some gas on the way. I remember the pause on the other end of the line. Like, wait, you you need both of these things? <laughs> he, he couldn't. He couldn't fathom it. <laughs> both of these things after you. Uh, yeah, that was that was a tough one. But but we made it a good time. If if we hadn't made it a good time, I would have really been uh, I would have been frustrated. No, it was a hilarious memory. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
<laughs> oh, but no. As far as like uh, break-ins, illegal activity, no. I don't. Not a house. Not a car that I can remember. Yeah. Not That's, cool. Is it is it scary or just like an? Just frustrating. Frustrating. Okay. Like mm. screw that person. Yeah. You know. Yeah, they they're desperate, but um, that's there's there's better ways. Yeah. Mm. And to I mean, just take if you're gonna do it, take some stuff. <laughs> just right. Break the window for nothing. Right. So Steve asked me. Uh, this is not officially Steve's second. Uh, okay. He has a he has a separate question, but he did uh, text me individually. Like we had both seen your Snapchat, and he goes, "Boy, Casey's gonna be hot on the podcast <laughs> after this." It's, but luckily, uh, it's, we got some time under our belt since that. Yeah, you let me you let me breathe breathe <laughs> some air. But he said, "Let's see what he said." Uh, let's go to it here. Uh, is he ready for a Steve Sagan? Is he aware he, of what we're doing? Okay. I, he, I've got it. I've got okay. Steve Sagan. But good, um, good. he said, what's worse, having someone break into your car to steal something or people just breaking car windows? Sounds like I know your answer. But would you rather them just break the window and walk away or... I mean, everything. obviously, we'd rather them not take something, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, my mom uh, said that a long time ago, she had left her car unlocked in, like, a parking lot, mm-hmm. and somebody came and broke into, like, a bunch of cars right around hers, <laughs> and because hers was unlocked, they didn't break the window. So oh. she was like, I don't remember if they stole anything, but... She's like, at least she didn't have to get the window fixed. Mm. You know? Yeah. Yeah. They, yeah. I mean, that's a better scenario because they were going to steal stuff anyway. Right. She looked look around up. and everybody's window was broken, but hers. But hers. Just leave it unlocked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just take everything out and leave it unlocked. You don't have that issue. I mean, that's true. Then, but you got to worry about Dirty Mike and the boys having an orgy. <laughs> Dirty Mike and the boys, what? Dirty Mike and the boys having an orgy in your car at night while it's unlocked. <laughs> you don't have any control over that. Is this a real thing? Or did you just think that? No, that's from uh, uh, a Will, some Will Ferrell movie. Oh, I think I know what you're talking about. With uh, Mark Wahlberg? Yeah, the other guys. The other guys, that's it. Dirty Mike and the boys. <laughs> Better off locking it and, you know, yeah. fixing a window than dealing with a homeless person orgy in your car. I agree. And, and if they broke the windows and it was still locked, they're probably not, unless they do a really thorough job of breaking the window, they're not going to get in the car with a bunch of broken glass. Right, right. This would be very, very clearly break the window, open the glove box, and leave. It took maybe four seconds to do it all. You think it was an elbow or a crowbar? I think it might have been 
I whatever it was, it did it quietly. So I think it was like a hammer and a pinpoint something to do it as quietly as possible. I don't, you know, I don't think it was a crowbar. Because right. right. it wasn't because like this classic. is really this was really close to houses. Yeah, right. Um, and really close, I'm pretty sure bedrooms. Oh, okay. Um, I, am, I am surprised people didn't hear it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, especially yeah. two of them. You hear one, and then you're like, what was that? Right, right. Oh, what, again? Yeah. Same sound? Yeah. Not cool. Yeah. Some people suck, man. There's some really suck. sucky people out there. Yeah. What are you going to do, you know? Yeah. You're going to not park there anymore. Yeah, that's where we're not parking. So sure. did you get the car fixed? Is it duct taped over? What's yeah, no, Haley had it fixed by 3 p.m. yesterday. Wow. Dang, quick turnaround. Yeah, well, it was a rainy day yesterday. Yeah. That other car, yeah, it was definitely, definitely yeah. hurting this morning. It oh. rained nonstop yesterday. That thing must yeah. be so drenched. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. That's tough. What are you going to do? Mm, you tried. You, you did your... <sighs> we did what we could. You know, we called the police. The, we talked to the police and... Mm. Yeah, it's at our hands. Yeah. How's uh, how's your neighborhood doing through this? Is everyone staying locked in? No. <laughs> no. And I say that Is, with frustration and and disdain and. Yeah, are people interacting with each other? Absolutely. Like, in your neighborhood and like grocery stores and stuff. Absolutely. No one really. It seems like no one cares. That's, and it's yeah that's a leadership issue that's a leadership issue and um i you know though i have i have my thoughts about that but go ahead i i want to go on the record and say uh there were there have been times during this when i and i think i think everyone has gone through a spectrum of like this this yeah this is this doesn't seem good. Then this is not good, and then this is really bad, and then this is dire. And mm-hmm. and I I admit I was later to that than uh, than mo- than a lot of people, and I'm mm-hmm. way earlier to it than a lot of people. But, right, right. Um, I I was of the camp that was like, oh, this is. There's a million worse things mm-hmm. to worry about. Um, I mean, yeah. I, w- I mean, I wasn't far from that. I was in Mexico not at the beginning of the month. Right. Yeah. Um, and I have gone through, like, multiple times we've gone through, yeah, like, not not this past Thursday, but the Thursday before that, like, March 9th or something. I don't Or March mm-hmm. 12, or I don't know. But we were... We went out with friends and we were eating at restaurants and going to, you know. Yeah. And admittedly, at the time, it was extremely rare that you would uh, be exposed to it because our area right, was right. two people in the whole county or something. But still, just the how much I've changed and how much it's changed since then uh, has really but all that's to say, crazy. yeah, it is crazy how much has changed. But yeah, our neighborhood is um, 
Oh yeah, leadership issue. So I, if we're referring to our nation's top leader, the big man up top, the big man, um, as as Kayla calls him, the the orange one, the great orange one, the great orange one. He, so it's like uh, there's a whole group of people in the country that already don't listen to what he says, and mm. so it's it's my feeling that even if he was kind of urging a little stronger, I still feel like people wouldn't listen to him. That doesn't make what he's saying right, but we're wrong. The other issue is that it's hard to take him seriously sometimes. Exactly, exactly. It's, it's, I mean, if you just picture him having a really, like, being really serious about this and telling people to stay inside compared to, like, Obama saying it, like, it just comes off completely different. Right, or or even George Bush, or right. I mean, any any other president, right. or even Mike Pence. Because right, because <laughs> you know he doesn't. You just you, you get the feeling that he doesn't really care. Yeah. And yeah. I think the the issue is that his baby, like what was keeping him afloat, was the economy doing really well, mm-hmm. and that's how he was going to run his next election. And mm-hmm. now that that's doing so badly is he's trying to keep it afloat while it's getting really out of hand yeah and i saw it was something like maybe the three things or maybe it was just two like the two things he was going to run on was economy and unemployment rate and both of those are yeah just shot right and and for a reason that isn't his isn't necessarily his fault, uh, right? But it it certainly got a lot more out of control than it than it had to be, right? Um, and it would be one I, thing. I I would have a lot more respect for him if, even though the two things he was going to run on and the two things he was most proud of tanked, but despite that he was still a good leader and cared and tried his hardest, even though we struggled, that would be a different story of like, okay, I still respect this guy because he tried despite the struggle. Yeah. He, he, it's really seems like he's only cared about the economy. Right. And, uh, yeah. It's not great. I mean, I've I've read a lot of news during this time, and <laughs> all the other countries like South Korea that have like really flattened the curve yeah. of it took it really seriously from the beginning, and they're taking it still taking it very seriously. Yeah, and uh, that's not what's happening here. Yeah, I because we're can't. both experts. We're we're both experts, and yes. people tune into this to yeah, hear. Let's, let's make it be aware that we're both medical experts, and <laughs> especially in the field of uh, the spreading of right. viruses and contagious. Di- right. Sorry, let's use <laughs> professional terms here. I'm trying to speak for the people. You're trying to dumb it down for the ladies. Yes. Um, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> 
Yeah, we we don't know what we're talking about. We're not economists. We're not politicians. We're not. uh, But that's especially bad because we don't know what we're talking about. And we're I feel like we know more than Trump does. (laughs) I do wonder if if people have tried to I'm sure have have tried to show him. Uh, graphs and numbers and um, and whatnot, and yeah. he's you know he just like kind of goes oh look at that and and then he gets back to what he's doing. <laughs> look at that line. Yeah, that's going straight up. And yeah. he's like, well, if you flip it upside down, it looks great. <laughs> uh, I shouldn't mock him, but um, yeah, you should. Okay, well, he, he makes it easy. He makes it easy. He really does. Uh, but I'm. What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? And I'm. What are you gonna do? I'm so exhausted from it, honestly. I'm, yeah, it is. It is getting a little exhausting. Yeah. He, I, how, the the past four years of his life mm-hmm. have had to have been just hell. You think he's enjoyed it? <laughs> you think he's enjoyed any of this? <laughs> Some of it, for sure. Definitely yeah, the yeah. power aspect. Oh, yeah. But it's been hell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and and he's so rarely, I you know, it's kind of kind of who he is, seems like already, that he's he's not much of a smiler. Um, he looks miserable he, all the time. Yeah. So I, I don't know. If I was really, if I just, just despised him and wanted him to die or something, I would say something like, he probably loves, he probably just uh, thrives on the misery of people or something. And it just, it kind of does seem like that, but. Um, it really does seem like he, he likes that. Yeah. I, I don't know. He's don't, not a very just, empathetic person. We, the, I don't, yeah. I, I don't like. I think that's a great word for it. I know, I know, I know. I, I do like Casey. Apparently I do. Like I do. I, I like political Casey. Uh, you never were before. Yeah. Uh, it seems like. I he's a bully. Like I don't like bullies. Nobody likes bullies, you know? Yeah. He's a bully. He's a bully. So you. Uh, uh, well, you asked me, so I'll ask you, how's your neighborhood handling it? Um, people are definitely taking it more seriously here. Um, we're like, I was just walking down the sidewalk yesterday and I was coming up on a lady walking a dog and I wasn't even really thinking about it. And she just like stopped walking. Cause I was like about to pass her and I was like, mm-hmm. Oh, and I like walked around her yeah. gave her some space. Yeah. Um, and yesterday there was like a family playing in the front yard and the grandfather was sitting in a chair, like on the sidewalk, mm-hmm. keeping the, keeping the distance. Oh, it was very adorable. Wait, so he was sitting out on the sidewalk outside the fence and they were in the front yard, just kind of oh, playing oh, and he was just nice. sitting there Yeah, to spend time with them, but you know, that keeping is, distance. That's adorable. It was. That's that's one of those pictures you would see on social media. Yes. Yeah. 
Yeah, you should have done some it. Sad stuff. <laughs> I sh- you know, I should I should have taken a picture. Uh, so that's good. It sounds like it sounds like you guys are taking it seriously. Haley and I are. I mean, it's not something you want to get. No. I mean, we wouldn't really be all that affected by it and might not even show symptoms. But if we did, it's it sounds certainly like a miserable thing to get. Yeah, and and because I'm a and, medical expert, I know this. Right, but right. It is more. It's more dangerous for our age group than originally thought. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, Forty. See, I should have known this. Well, yeah. I don't know how you did it. <laughs> uh, uh, Forty. I somewhere I saw, and you know, this there's been a million things of information, but I I saw somewhere forty percent of. Uh, hospitalized cases have been between 18 and Ooh. 49 or something. So yeah, that's not ideal. Right. So it's, it's, it was the person that I saw was like, I don't know how this got started as being called an old person's disease. Right. It's not, there's no, there's no evidence that says it's just that. Uh so it, yeah, I mean it's it's probably like a really bad flu, uh, like a hospitalizable flu, right, right, uh, like borderline pneumonia, because mm-hmm. uh, it's like a lung. Yeah, it's not something you want to get. No, and so it's like just just for the for the fact of I don't want to deal with this. I hate being sick, so why would I even try? Right, and it's not like the world is going on right now and you're missing out on stuff right. and, you know everybody's on pause it's okay right. to hit pause yeah not only that but if you ended up like being out for a while and then finding out you had it like a week later like knowing the amount of people that you could have spread it to and right literally killed yeah i, I don't want that no right if i my what keeps me from uh from interacting with other people is imagine I'm, I'm in that asymptomatic period where I can still spread it. Mm-hmm. And, and I give it to someone that I know, like my mom or dad and, and five days later they start showing symptoms and then they get hospitalized. And, and it's like, and they tell me I was around no one else besides you, Josh. Right. And, and then it's then it's on me for my you know you you can like you can take some blame away because it's a super hard thing to uh to avoid to to avoid and be perfect with but right. still it's like i gave this to you um you know i was just trying to go to the grocery store and got it but yeah you know, it's kind of yeah. on me for giving it to you so if you can avoid it, avoid it. Yeah. So I don't I don't see that sense of urgency in our neighborhood. There's, you know, people like our my next door neighbor and my across the street neighbor are working on some shed in his backyard. So they're both right next to each other working with a saw and then going over to the other neighbor and talking to him and like all just four neighbors it around. are just like if like one two. of them has it, they all have it. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, and avoid them, Josh. 
I definitely am. And we're doing the same thing as you. We go on super long walks every day. And when we see someone coming and they're a hundred yards away, we go ahead and cross the other side. Yeah. Even, just, if, we, even if we risk getting hit by a car, <laughs> <laughs> which kind of defeats the purpose, but, uh, avoid the spread. We're avoiding the spread. <laughs> this is a wild time. This is crazy. So, so you did a, uh, actually screw that. You, years ago, you spent some time with Bob Rotella. Here we go. We're doing it. Uh, tell me, tell me what that was like. It was intimidating. Um, I was, I was, how'd you get, how'd you get in front of him? How did I get there? Yeah. My dad's girlfriend had a client who was friends with him. Okay. And girlfriend's client's friend. Got it. That's how it happened. Okay. Um, so I spent uh, one night in his basement. I think it was just one night. I don't think it was two That's nights. So, one night. So strange. In Bob Bertello's basement. It was it was very strange to me. <laughs> um his his basement was set up for for this sort of thing like clients and stuff and right he had all sorts of memorabilia down there and a guest book with all sorts of crazy names in it my name's in there now um that's cool so yeah he had a whole setup and couches and uh yeah and he ended up talking to me on saturday and sunday for a total of like it had to be at least 10 hours of him just like talking oh. to me. What? Um, and I was, I was uncomfortable because mm. he told me to make myself comfortable and take a seat. <laughs> and I took a seat and it was not a comfortable seat, the <laughs> seat that I chose. And I was so uncomfortable that like, I didn't move. I didn't want to move. <laughs> And so for this entire, all the, these hours, I was just sitting uncomfortably. I should have oh, moved. What was I thinking? Geez. I should have just moved. That was part of his test. He knows that yeah. you're uncomfortable, and he wanted to see yeah. Um, I I can't find the notes that I took okay. from that weekend. They're somewhere. They're not lost. They okay. are lost, but they're somewhere. <laughs> right. Um. And because I, I really want to read back through those, but I mm. I I can't find them here. Mm. Do you, um, so okay, you 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 go to his house and ding dong, and he greets you, and and he brings you down to his basement. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, I and that was it when we were going down the stairs. Like he had a like a claret jug. A replica oh. of a claret drug there. Oh. And I and I made a joke and it was kinda of funny. Yeah. And he didn't laugh. He was very oh. serious and I was like, Oh god. Oh that's no. what that's what kind of set the uncomfortableness for me. Oh no. He he wasn't a very jokey kind of guy. Okay. Um mm-hmm. Do you Sorry. And well no, no, but that's is that how you this is exactly what I wanted you to tell me. But Okay. It, 
is do you get the sense that that's how he kind of always is or maybe just the, that weekend? I got the sense that that's kind of how he always is okay okay I mean I'm sure there are times when he's you know not working where uh, you know he's watching smile Virginia basketball <laughs> yeah yeah uh, but he was a very serious <laughs> person <laughs> No, he wasn't that. He he wasn't that, that uh, serious. Right. Uh, but he was a very serious person and, and was, took it very seriously, which I respect. Yeah, right. Um, the majority of it was him really just telling me stories. Okay. Uh, whether it be he was talking to the Virginia basketball team bef- or whatever basketball team before they won the national championship, he went out there to their locker room pregame mm-hmm. to pump them up and tell them that I remember him saying, he told everyone, he said, you guys already won. You won the game. You guys mm. have won. Just enjoy it. Just have fun. Huh. Just enjoy being out there. Enjoy playing the game. Mm. And they ended up winning Kentucky. Oh. It was Kentucky. Yeah. Right. Um, the majority of it was really just him telling me his stories and experiences and getting a little bit out of me to right to pick the stories that will help me. Right. Yeah, right. Um, we had the chance to go out on the course, but I, I think I said no because I was huh. enjoying the conversation. Even with the chair? Yeah. Wow. Um, you you chose... That, that would have been... Well, that would have been really uh, course management, kind of mental... Right. Mental course management, mental yeah, thoughts right. on the course. Um, okay. Which probably at that time I could have used. Yeah. But now, I mean, I'm far and beyond better mentally in all ways right um whether it's course management or yeah mental game right um so you're i guess looking back you're glad you just spent 10 hours straight up talking (laughs) to him rather than gonna yeah i mean he had a, a lot of a lot of stories that from a lot of crazy people that yeah, that uh, really, really good. Definitely place. hit home. Yeah. Um, so, so was it like um, the first day you get there, and I mean, did you leave the basement for for two days? We went. We went out to eat. Okay. We went. Me and him and his wife went out to eat too. It wasn't a Chili's, but it was a restaurant, kind of yeah, like yeah. it. Applebee's. Uh. Yeah, it was a restaurant very sim- similar to that. Maybe it was an Italian place like that. Yeah. Carabas or something like that. Right. So we went out to eat. That's uh, <laughs> so funny. <laughs> it is. I haven't, really, I haven't thought about that in forever. Um, and then came back. Then I went down in the basement and watched some TV, and then we 
got started again at like eight or nine a.m. His wife cooked breakfast, and uh, you know, going so, back down to the basement. <laughs> <laughs> and Haley, because I was dating Haley at this time, okay. she she noticed the difference in me when I came back. Whoa. I mean, I was you know excited and you know had heard a bunch of crazy stories and stuff but she could see a difference in me mentally like right away wow so was it oh man i just i just have a a million questions but also like you're telling me everything it sounds like it doesn't sound like a super complicated thing i i wish i had the notes to read over yeah cuz that would obviously this was maybe five years ago now okay i really wish i had the notes to read over because i obviously don't remember everything right Um, was this do you think this was like special premium package thing like you could go talk to him for an hour or you could go spend a night in his basement uh for a you know package i don't exactly know yeah um but i'm assuming he so because I'll, I'll every once in a while, like once a year, they come out with the uh, cost for the most expensive or the the top uh, teaching pros yeah. out there, and it's yeah. like Hank Haney is like some of those guys are you have to spend like two days with them. Right. It's like ten thousand dollars for two right. days. Yeah. Right. Um. So I think he is probably a person that's you must spend two mm. two days with him like that's that's where it starts yeah you can't um, buy one double a battery you've got to buy 20 exactly because it wouldn't make sense to just sell you one battery right right okay. and I, I but i don't know for sure okay right um but i'm guessing that that was like sort of the the standard yeah okay wow that's that is crazy to to the only way he interacts with players and it could just be a totally random person that just wants to up and pay him and and spend a long time with that person yes but yeah i mean you're not gonna be a i mean you probably there there are probably like 15 handicappers 10 handicappers that do it yeah yeah which, yeah, I mean, at that, that point, that's not going to help that much. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, yeah. It can help. It can, yeah. hey, it can help, for sure. Yeah. So, I don't know. That's It's just a, a wild thought to me. I mean, you've read Bob Rotella books, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, it's, it's very, I mean, all of his books are kind of the same. Yeah, he, he does go over like a lot of stories, a lot of his experiences. Yeah. So it was, it was like living his book in in person. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I wish I had been more comfortable. <laughs> I would have asked more questions. I would have just been more comfortable. Yeah. I'm sure I would have received the information a little differently. Yeah. Right. Um. Uh, but. I mean, it was obviously an insane experience. That is, I I remember at the time being really, I guess, jealous or maybe not jealous, but just like 
Oh, no, no. <laughs> yeah, it's your fault. Uh, no, it was it was just like, wow, what an awesome opportunity. Uh, that's how, I mean, that's how I reacted, too. Yeah. I didn't just brush it off. This was a right, insane, like my dad insane opportunity. Insane. Yeah, yeah. And it's your. I mean, it's more or less what you're going for. Yeah, right. And and that's why I'm interested, kind of selfishly, but also like um, if there's some way you can still learn from it by remembering. Yeah. I mean, I would. I'd really say the the thing he had going for him was that he had some good results. Oh you know? yeah. And sure. that's and then that's what he he builds on. Yeah. When he talks to everybody, he just talks about his results. Right. So he doesn't have he just you know, it, it just kind of started with like a snowball, really. Yeah. And uh, right. once you have that mm. basic information and just apply it to some some clients and some people of whatever they're doing, you know, any sport mm. or even just in per- in daily work life. Mm-hmm. Um, once you have some results, and then especially some results that other people can be like, "Whoa, that's you know, that's a result." Yeah. Um, right. Then they'll start jumping on that and and going for that. Yeah, and it's weird being where I am now. It's, and I can't imagine how he feels by having talked to hundreds or thousands of people mm-hmm. of like, and written books that everyone can read what he has to think, and yet people still go talk to him. It's like, how how is what I'm saying to you right now, how is it not something you already know? Like how do right. you not how do you not know that it's important to forget about your score? It, or mm-hmm. you do know that, but how is it me telling you that? How is that helping you uh, more than you know? It's weird. Yeah, and and literally, um, I mean, if because if some fifteen handicapper says that says like forget about your score, you're like, right. well, what, I mean, what do you like? You got you no know, results. What do you, what are you leaning on? Right. Yeah. But I mean, you and you have results. You do. You're from the game yourself, and then also for, even from the juniors that you've been, you know, working with. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what people will will turn to. Uh, yeah. That you, I mean, you've had some very good results in your career, and that you, you know, you know what yeah. you're talking about. And that's really that's what it takes. You gotta you gotta get people to understand that you know what you're talking about. Right. Um, yeah, it is. It's it's weird that the source of the information is more like more important than the information itself. It's that is weird, but it. I mean, it's yeah. Well, it, I mean, if if I'm a a, a table builder mm-hmm. and i've built terrible tables all i have built <laughs> are awful tables people aren't going to come to me to to get a table yeah. made you know yeah yeah um, yeah or or you always burn your chicken 
or <laughs> exactly people aren't gonna want my chicken always overcooked brisket's always dry they might watch your cooking corner to see the all the inevitable terrible result and how fun <laughs> it is <laughs> i should do hey, that hey the inevitable the terrible result i haven't had a bad result i've had That's some right. dry brisket but i haven't had a bad result <laughs> My burger was fantastic. The chicken was great. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, in other but, words, it, it, it'd be like me trying to tell someone how to cook a burger or you trying to tell someone how to cook a burger. You've, like, I can Josh, know I all the right results. You have the results. <laughs> I do not. You, like, we could both say the same information to people and their mind is just more open to the person that has cooked more good burgers. You could, yeah, you could definitely do an interesting experiment with, mm. yeah, with people giving somebody the same information and just having a different background and yeah, yeah. People, I mean, yeah, it's you definitely have something to build on, and you have the foundation already, right? Which is super helpful. Yeah, it is. Um, and, and you are doing a good job at being connected with North Carolina golf, mm. period, yeah. which is very helpful for what you're doing. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's been fun and interesting to like the most fun thing I get. Well, the I guess the most uh, the most exhilarating part of the business side of it, of like building a business is when you get referred by someone else. Like someone Ooh. thought so highly of mm -hmm. what you did. They, they told someone else or someone is like, Hey, I noticed that you work with this player. I'd love to work with you. And you've had that. I have had that. Yeah. That's, that's as good as it could be. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's cool. That means you're doing, you're doing a good job. Yeah. And it's, I mean, still very early. Right. Um, right. The, the virus hasn't spread enough yet. <laughs> you, want it to, you want it to be way more infectious than the <laughs> COVID-19. But really, it is, it is, you have, you definitely have a lot of good experiences, but at the same time, it's very, very early. Right. Um, and to have people refer you at yeah. this point is a really good thing. That's awesome. Yeah, I've enjoyed it, and I want it to. I don't know this. This time has been hard for it. Um, just, it doesn't seem like it would be. It seems like well, oh, I mean, tournament just, golf has been halted, so. Right. So my thing revolves around, um, and it shouldn't. I wish it didn't, but. It's just how it has gone. My thing has evolved around, um, like, hey, I'm about to play a tournament. I'd love to talk. Or mm. I just played a tournament. Can we talk about it? Um, so when that's not happening, it, it that hurts a lot. It does, and and I'm not and I'm not dependent on it for an income. It I'm I'm dependent on it to build it more and to right. something I enjoy doing. But it's like, uh, like going into the winter started, it was 
not much. But then coming out of the winter, once it starts getting a little bit warmer, people start, all right, I need to start working on things. And right. it, it shouldn't be that way. It should be like, all right, now that we're shutting it down, playing physically, let's mm-hmm. devote our time, that same amount of time that we were doing, let's devote it to mental. Um, but it's, uh, that's, you know, it's just not how people, not how people work. Yeah, yeah. Do you, what do you enjoy more when somebody has a tournament coming up or just came off of a tournament and wants to work? Hmm. That is a good question. I because you treat it a little differently. They're definitely different. Yeah, yeah. It's um, I my the message that I say is the same before and after. It's uh, you're all you can do is is focus on the next shot. Past shots don't matter. Future shots don't matter. So then after the tournament, it's did you do that and Mm -hmm. now that the tournament's over you can't focus on that anymore you can you can learn from it from your statistics and i hope you took statistics because otherwise you can't you don't know you can't improve because the whole thing is like you're not trying to improve during a tournament you're trying to improve uh between tournaments Mm -hmm. Uh, and so the, the conversation that I try to give is the same, but what do I enjoy more? Probably the, the after. Yeah. Because either there is, like, we can, we can talk about and celebrate how good you did together, or we can learn from the bad, you know, you playing bad. Right, um, right. It's, it's a little more tangible at that point. The one, the conversation before is more theoretical, like, uh, this is your game plan. This is what you should try to do. There's, um, you know, we won't, you won't know what this feels like until you're in it. But once you're after the tournament, you know what it felt like and you can talk to it specifically. Yeah. But really it is, it's the same, it's the same message. Right. Um, You're just analyzing compared to preparing a little more yeah 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 so i enjoy the post one better and i uh i would rather a player play terrible and get to talk about that um yeah i mean there's there's more to learn from yeah from that yeah and a player's more receptive once they're they've played good um but there's less to learn i I, I feel like I do a good job helping people learn even from like you play good and this is why. So let's repeat mm-hmm. that. Let's like, let's do that again. I see. Um, yeah. So I, I'm interested in Bob Rotel only because he's at, like you said, it's, he's where I'm trying to be. We, uh, we can talk more about him if you want to. Well, I, I'm just, it's just uh, interesting like how it sounds like like you said it perfectly you lived his book for two days Uh, yes it's he he really just leans on his experiences and because he can and they work you know when he works with somebody that wins a major event it's a big Mm -hmm. deal like (laughs) he he definitely helped that person get there and 
he then is able to explain how he got them there. Right. Yeah, and, I, uh, I wouldn't buy his book or his books. I, I'm looking at uh, for I own probably five of his books, and I wouldn't buy them if I if he didn't coach Padre Harrington to winning the the British Open and or yeah, two British Opens or whatever. If he didn't coach winners, he right. certainly wouldn't be where he is. Right. But I mean, it's not just winners. It's you know, yeah, anybody that's trying to get a little bit better. Right. Yeah. So you're um, you're you have experience, and it's it's very young experience, but yeah, you, you definitely already have good uh good lessons to pass on to people, which is right. super helpful for what you're doing. That's and right. for as as young as it is. Yeah. yeah. Thank you, Casey. Yeah, no problem. No problem. <laughs> All right, real quick. Uh, Steve second. Yeah, Steve second. Steve second. Steve second. He, this isn't real quick, actually. It's a very deep question. And, and he said, uh, he said, is this too deep? He said, what are your goals no, for 2020? No, it's not. What are your goals, what are your for, goals for 2020? Yeah. Uh, well, well, now it's at a wild time. <laughs> uh, first, let's not get the let's not get old Rona. Right. That's let's, a good let's goal. not get the Corona. That's a good goal. Um. It well, it it was to to at least make a make a cut to finish top ten to get into the next event and then gain full status on Latin for me. Okay. Right. Um, which was, I mean, I, who knows what's going to happen now and when that's going to get back up and going. Right. Um, so, I mean, that's still a goal as long as that still keeps going. Mm. So, but, I mean, I, I'm not, uh, I haven't really, yeah. Do you so you you have the one big goal of um of full status on Latin and then mm-hmm. and then that has like like you said about Rotella and results you get it kind of snowballs once you get that you can play more and then you can get more status to get onto Corn Ferry and that snowballs and snowballs and snowballs. Exactly. The, You've, there have been a lot of people that have just had that have gone that route lately. Yeah. Jared Wolf, Harry yeah. Higgs. I mean, we've talked about a couple right. yeah. guys that have come up through Latin and uh, had wins on the PGA Tour. Um, yeah. So it's very, very possible. And I mean, the competition. I'd say it's in Latin. It's not. Well, I mean, this pad, the first event was the the players in that were very, very good. Mm-hmm. But generally in Canada, Mackenzie Tour, I think the competition is a little bit better than Latin. Right. Um, but the fields that they're still getting down there are filled with obviously unbelievable golfers. Right. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I still feel very confident that I can finish top 10 in an event, mm-hmm. um, get me to the next event. Because my, I mean, my starts aren't aren't for sure 
with right. my conditional status. So right. I obviously need to take advantage when I get into an event. Yeah, right. Okay. So do you have a a um do you have like smaller goals or smaller stepping stones to get from where you are to uh full status on Latin? I'm sounding like a mental coach. <laughs> <laughs> You're fine. Um I I no, I've been doing the I've been doing what I needed to do. Like play hmm. I obviously this takes a shot at the whole season and and golf right now but i right. mean up until the mexico event like i was doing everything i needed to do and it was just very unfortunate i didn't make it into that event mm. playing the golf that i did and then also just being a second alternate waiting to get in yeah. um so i no i wouldn't say i have miniature goals to get there right I've just had I've just been doing the work that I've needed to do. Right. Got it. That is that is those are the stepping stones. They're just less uh they're not less goalie, more right. more worky. Yeah, right. They're just daily taking it day by day and that's all you can right. do now especially, but um yeah, and and it adds up over time to your ultimate goal. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That probably wasn't as intense as Steve wanted it to be. If he had asked it a couple weeks ago, it probably would have been a little better. Yeah. I I was surprised when he asked it because I said, well, that'll be interesting just in light of how much 2020 is in question. Yeah. Um, I mean, we could, it, it could be like April, May. It could be June or July or something, you know? That's, like, yeah, that's what people have speculated. <clears throat> I mean, it could be really, uh, it could be a very long road of where we're yeah. doing exactly like we're doing right now. Yeah. It, yeah. Mm. yeah. It's a little scary. Yeah. Um, but like I, well, I heard one time, uh, fear isn't necessarily bad. It can, it can motivate you to action. Yeah. yeah. Fear yeah. is uh, not something to be afraid of right oh yeah it tells you where where your thoughts are of yourself whoa does it (laughs) (laughs) like if you're if you're afraid of missing a five-footer right sure sounds like you haven't worked on five-footers enough that's right it exposes your weakness for sure as soon as you're afraid you're gonna miss the putt yeah yeah that's something that's helped me a lot yeah uh certainly with putting is you can't be afraid that you're going to miss it you have to accept that Mm. you've you've already missed it you know Mm. Mm. and that that frees you up completely that's kind of that's a brad paxton thing okay um just Mm. not having any fear while putting because if you're afraid you're you're definitely gonna falter back on that and put a bad stroke on it or yeah yeah you can't be afraid yeah i like that that's good uh but you can't be afraid of being afraid right and and um 
it's a useful thing. It's it doesn't have to be bad. Uh, you can it. There's a can, lot to learn from your fear. There's a, there's a lot to learn from your fear. Yeah. Well, to give my answer to Steve's question, I yes. I think his questions are generally posed to both of us. I don't really know. They are. No, okay. they are. I expect right. you to answer. Okay. Um, my goal for 2020. Um, I have a I have a number of goals, um, and they relate to all aspects of my life. But to keep on your general theme, mm-hmm. golf wise, not my own game, but mental coaching. I want. I have a goal. So I have 15 players right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, 15 full-time players. And I've had maybe 20 players over the time. But 15 right now that I would say I currently work with. Uh, I'd love to get... 30 might be a little aggressive. Um, but it is early. I mean, I don't 15's know. a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot to handle yeah. at once. Yeah, it is. And 30 to double it would be would be a, a very a large amount but i yeah i think i have a goal by the end of the year to start to begin replacing some of my other income with mental coaching income mm-hmm. to like uh to say i'm so busy with this and i'm making good enough money with this and i hate to make it about money but just business wise right uh, right to say, all right, I want to step away from these things just a little bit and dedicate that time to mental coaching. Yeah. Uh-huh. Which you'll, I mean, yeah, you'll find that balance. Yeah. When, when you'll be able to put more weight on that. Yeah. And I'm sure that'll be exciting too at that time. Yeah. And it's already been exciting. And I, I, I'm close to that already. It would be really, it'd be scary. It'd be, I'd be afraid to, uh, to step away from other things, especially right now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and knowing how vulnerable what I do is, so right. It's like, so it's, I, I mean, it's honestly good timing yeah. to still be early. Whereas right. if you had transferred that weight, you know, a yes. few weeks ago, that would have been alarming. That's scary. Right. So, and to go with what you said about fear, I can. I can see, I can use the fear that I'm feeling right now to uh, tell me I'm not ready yet. And just mm-hmm. like five footers, you're you haven't worked hard enough on five footers. I haven't built up my business enough. Uh, so yeah, this trying to find the good in this time, um, and that that's one thing for me is like, I'm not ready yet. I haven't built it up enough yet. I, I'm not confident enough with it yet. Uh, so yeah, it's it's always, it's good to understand where you're at in that sense. That's right. So Steve, I hope that answered your question. Not, not like you wanted, maybe who knows? I don't know what Steve wants. I I wish it had been the way he wanted. I don't think it probably was, but you know, that's right. Timing, Steve. Maybe timing. not the timing for that question. Yeah, and he I he, he posed <laughs> it yesterday, so it's not like uh, he, he was caught off guard. Well, now you're just making me think I need to readjust some, some goals. 
Thanks yeah, a lot, I mean, Steve. Yeah. Maybe maybe he's doing us good by asking us this right now. Maybe he's yeah. challenging us. Steve, what are you doing? <laughs> what, what are you doing, man? <laughs> for 2020, Steve. <laughs> uh, it is house paint. Yeah, that's his goals. Are, his goal, he has different goals than us right now. He's a little more motivated house-wise. Right. To, yeah, he's, to get things going there. He's not in the middle of something like you and me. He's no. at the beginning. He's he's setting yeah. sail. Yeah, he's yeah. It's a little yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's big, big <laughs> Steve. It really is. Yeah. Congratulations, Steve. Yeah. Congrats on your goals, Perfect. Steve. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Congrats on your goals. Oh. Well, well that that was it, Casey. That's yeah. uh, that was a good one. Yeah, I think there was some good info in there. I agree. Uh, stay inside. Mm-hmm. Avoid people. That's right. Stay safe. That's right. Um, Still, nothing's changed yeah. in a week. No, don't listen to the the big orange man. <laughs> All right, Josh. All right, Casey. I hope you have a wonderful day. Um, stay, stay dry. Stay, stay inside. Keep your cars unlocked. <laughs> I don't know. Don't, don't take our word on that one. <laughs> no, definitely don't. But think about it. <laughs> All right. We'll talk to you later. All right. Love you, Casey. I love you. Bye. See ya. See ya.